Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast this week. Again, we have a treat. We have a special guest. Ryan Cote is joining us. Uh, Ryan and I met uh, maybe a month ago. We connected because we both share a passion, which we're going to be talking about today. And I had the privilege to be in his podcast. And now he's paying it forward and back to me and, and joining us. I think you're really going to enjoy today's conversation and learn a lot from Ryan. So welcome, Ryan, to the Leading Yourself podcast. Yeah, thanks, Carolina. I'm Carolina. I'm very happy to be here. Super excited. Yeah, I'm excited. We had a great conversation a few weeks ago, so I am excited to continue that conversation today. But yeah. before we jump into that, um, can you share a little bit about yourself and your background? Um and I think it will reveal some hints to our listeners on what this conversation is going to be about today. Yeah, absolutely. So personal note, starting there, I am married uh, for 15 years, soon to be 16, uh, to my wife, Jill. And then we have three daughters together, uh, 12, 10, and 7. And as, we, as I was telling you before we started recording, they're actually, this is the first year where they're all at sleepaway camp for two weeks, because last year the youngest was too young. And so we have no kids for two weeks. It's very, it's very quiet, you know, very, very <laughs> quiet. Um, so that's on a personal note, living in New Jersey. And then on the business front, I've got uh, my family and I, we have a couple of different businesses. Uh, one that goes back to the mid sixties called Ballantine. It's a marketing agency, direct mail and digital marketing. As of January, we started a roofing company as an experiment. And now we have roofing projects going on. It's very random and totally different, but it's under the Ballantine umbrella. Um, and then on the side, I've got a company called Morning Upgrade. And that's where, you know, how we connected. And that's a, my mission is to raise the awareness of personal development and morning routines. And that's through a book. I've got a blog, a podcast, as you know. Uh, I've got morning, morning routine product. I think eventually a mastermind. I don't have it fully fleshed out yet. I'm just having fun and building the brand. Um, and that's, that's me. I have some other things going on too, but that's, I think that's enough to give your audience uh, more insight into who I am. Yeah. I, I have to say that I immediately connected because as the listeners know, I am huge into morning routines. I think my morning routine has been the one routine that has been most impactful for me personally, along with personal development. And I think we both share both passions, right? And we see them one feeding to the other. So I'm really excited for today's conversation. But maybe start sharing, like, how did you got into your morning routine? Have you always had one? Or was there something, some event that triggered you to start a morning routine? 
Yes. Yeah, so to answer your question, no, I have not always been into morning routines. There was a long period of my life where I would snooze and, you know, not want to get out of bed. Not that I was like dreading the day. I just didn't want to get out of the, the cozy bed. And so uh, really where it started for me. So if, if, if we go back to like when I was in high school and in college, I was always, I was gravitated towards personal development, read books that were in that area, in that space, but I had never I didn't know morning routines was a, was a thing. And then in 2017 was going through some challenges in the business and it felt like kind of everything was falling down on top of me. And so I started to like, look for things that I could try, like, like, yes, fix the things in the business, but also what can I fix, fix with myself. And so I just happened to come across the miracle morning. Like it's weird how I just all kind of lined up. I heard him on the podcast and I was like, Oh, that sounds interesting. I should try that. It sounds like something that would shake things up for me. And I should really, and I did, I did other things too. Like I stopped eating red meat. Uh, I, I joined a boxing club because it just felt, it felt uncomfortable for me. So I was trying all these things, just seeing if I can make myself stronger, but definitely the morning routine was the big pillar thing. And so I, I listened to Miracle Morning and I followed his routine for a good amount of time. Uh, I don't remember exactly how long, but I eventually crafted my own routine. It's like, you know, the more you do something, you kind of generate your own thoughts and ideas on, on how to do things. But that, that book really started for me. And uh, I just, it made me feel better about myself and things, my, the situation improved, not just, I'm not saying it was only because of the morning routine, but it all kind of works together. Mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of snowballed me into morning upgrade in the podcast and other things that we could talk about that I, other habits that I am trying to incorporate into my life. Yeah. I think that book, the more people I talk to that are into morning routines and are firm believers of the power of morning routines, at one point they have come across that book and that book has been a big influence. So uh, yes. for all the listeners, we're going to put the link to the book on the show notes. If you're interested to go deeper into the topic and grab the book, um, so you can find it easily, but great book. I also read it very much inspired by it, by it, but like you, my morning routine has evolved over time. Can you maybe share with us, how does your morning routine look like today? Yeah, absolutely. So I've, I've, I, I like to experiment with, di with different things. I'm kind of like a crazy person like that. And so my morning routine is no different though. The current routine I have, I've it's been pretty locked in for a while now. Cause I, I just feel like it's it's like really good for me right now. And so the key was, I was trying to get it to like 30 minutes or less. And so what I do is I've got like these little note cards that I write on so every morning. I grab one of these, but you could do a journal, a notepad. I just like, I prefer pen to paper. I tried the five minute journal app. I know that's wildly successful. I just, the phone, I'm, I'm on my phone so much that I, I, I just don't want to use the app. And so I like pen to paper. And so every morning I grab a card and then I ask myself some questions and I, you know, for those watching on YouTube, you can say I actually do do it. Um, and so like the questions I ask myself are, you know, what is my number one priority for today? Uh, what am I grateful for? What is my biggest win from yesterday? Because I'm doing this in the morning. So I think about my day yesterday. Uh, who am I going to reach out to today? Could be a friend, colleague, client, doesn't matter. Mom, sometimes it's mom and dad. Um, and then I have a spot for journaling. So Lately, for a while, I was just doing like a brain dump, whatever was on my mind. But lately, because of one of my guests on my podcast, she says she journals out her intentions for the day, like how she wants to show up. Mm -hmm. And so I write, I write down how I want to show up for today. And it's usually the same thing. 
I'll write down warm, present, encouraging, abundant, grateful, zestful, confident, calm, and ambitious. Those are the things that are important to me. Uh, and then I exercise for five minutes. That's not my only exercise, but I'll do like pull-ups and push-ups and stuff for five minutes. I'll meditate for five or six minutes. I'll read a couple of pages and that's the end of the routine. So it sounds like a lot, but it really is 30 minutes or less. I mean, if I really was like focused, I can get it done in 20 minutes, but I try to like enjoy and be present and enjoy the experience. Usually it's around 30 minutes. Yeah. I love that. You know, my morning routine is two hours long. And when I share that with people, people look at me, I'm like, there's no way I can do that. And I always tell people that your morning routine should be your morning routine. You need to yes. design it based on what works for you. And I think there are elements that we all share in common when you talk to people. And we're going to get into that because I know in your podcast, you have interviewed you're over a hundred episodes on your podcast and you're basically always interviewing people around their morning routine. So I can't wait for you to share what are some of those practices that you've learned over all the over hundred episodes, right? But I think there are things that everyone has in common in those morning routines and the intentionality of their routine is one of those things that typically people have in common. How long it is, it's one of the things that varies the most is has been my experience and it's what works for you. Um, and I always say you need to start small, right? If you, if I would tell myself not having done a morning routine ever before that I was going to have a two hour morning routine, I would have never done it. Right. I started right. with 10 minutes and then I went to 15 and then to half an hour. And I stayed in half an hour for for a while before I, I increase it. And, and for me is mainly driven because I exercise. And so I exercise for 45 minutes. So that takes like half of my morning routine. Right. So, but I love the fact that you said I work out for five minutes. And I think a lot of people will be thinking, what is the point of exercising for five minutes? Right. But I, um, I'll let you share, but what is the logic behind five minutes of exercise. I mean, I, I mean, when I, and when I say five minutes, it's like my, what I currently do right now is I'll do, I have a pull-up bar to my left. And so I'll do a pull-up and then a burpee, pull-up and a burpee and do that for five minutes. So it's like, it's a hard five minutes, but the mm -hmm. key is really just getting my body moving in the morning, creating a habit out of exercising daily. But I do other stuff. Like I do Krav Maga twice a week and I, I walk every day. And so I, it's not my only thing that I do. It's just, I'm trying to create a habit of moving and exercising because I find, at least in my personal experience, it influences the rest of my decisions throughout the day. And so that's, that's really why I do it. Yeah. I think that is key, right? Like your morning routine sets the tone for the rest of the day, right? So if you start your day with, even if it's five minutes of, of working out, whether it's intense, like what you're describing or something, you know, like yoga or something, you know, not as intense, it just sets the tone for the day it will be easier and more likely that you will do something else during the day than if you didn't start with, with that in the morning. That, that at least has been my experience. Yeah. And I also like to think like, if I don't get, if I don't go to class, crop class, or if I can't walk for whatever reason, because it's blistering hot out or like winter or whatever at least I know I got the I've got like the five minutes of, of body weight exercises in and so it's it's just it's just I don't know it's like that small habit like if you ever read the book Atomic Habits he talks about when you're trying to create a habit obviously make it easy 
um, like frictionless, but also start small and then you start building from there. And that's what I found in my experience. Like I do the five minutes of exercise and now I'm looking for other things I could do like the day walking for an hour and just different things. Like that's at least that's the way my mind operates. Like I'm now trying to stack different habits. Like I've got the morning routine, but now I'm trying to create a nighttime routine, which I've never had, but I'm starting to play around with one much like, uh, like a small, like five to 10 minute routine. Um, and then I'm also looking for other things that I can stack on. Like on my phone, I've got this app called Cognifit. It's like brain games that I'm really enjoying. So now I'm doing that once a day. And so I'm trying to look for things just like stack. And that's, I find like, I don't know if you agree with this, but once you get into personal development and morning routines, it sends you down that rabbit hole. Cause now you're looking for other things that you can make. Yeah. It's addictive. And I, I think it's okay. I mean, as long as you're, as long as you can be present and in the moment and appreciate what you have and be grateful for what you have and not always like, well, once I get this, then I'm going to be you know happy. Right. So you know, it could be a slippery slope, but I enjoy it. Yeah, I fully agree with you. And I think that the more you do it, the more you you're thirsty for more, right? And your your brain starts to think about what else can I do or how can I enhance this experience? And sometimes it's just little tweaks, right? I always tell, and I don't know what your experience is. You mentioned that you have had a steady morning routine now for a little while because it's working for you. Yep. Um, my experience, like over the pandemic, I, I redid my whole morning routine, but for me, once in a while, I think that while well, habits and routines are great, like, you know, atomic habits is one of my favorite books and I love having routines and I love building habits. I think that sometimes, and, and, um, James Clear talks about this in the book, you become, uh, a slave of your habits, right? So sometimes you need to shake things up. And like for me, right, I always have movement as part of my morning routine, but that movement might look different, right? In different seasons of my life. Sometimes I'm into running. Sometimes I'm into weightlifting. Sometimes I'm doing a little bit of both. Sometimes I'm going outside and walking. I'm still having movement, but it looks different. So it doesn't become, um, such a strong of a habit that you're, to your point, you're not present anymore in, in the experience of that routine. What has been your experience with tweaking your routine or, or kind of revamping your routine or shaking things up? Yeah, I mean, I, so I'm lucky because I get to, with the podcast and the blog, it forces me to, well, it, it, it exposes me to new experiences and new ways of doing things. The blog forces me to think through things, doing interviews like this, which I try to do, you know, several times a month. It forces me to create opinions about things. And so, so I'm always like self-evaluating and, uh, you know, still like, like you said, trying to be present, but always looking for small tweaks. Like I'm in a, in a an obsessed movie right now, like trying to stack different things on. Like I mentioned, I got the morning routine. Now I'm trying to do the nighttime routine. I try not to miss the crop class twice a week. I've got the brain games I'm doing. And so, and I've got the different books that I'm reading. And so I'm trying to always like see how I can stack different things. Um, another thing I uh, learned from a guest is, have you heard of Happy Light? Happy Light. Happy no. Light is a product on Amazon. So one of the guests mentioned that when he's doing his morning routine, he has the Happy Light. It's right behind my, I can't reach it, but it looks like an iPad and it's UV light therapy. And so when I'm doing my cards, I'm, I have the light shining in my in my face and it's supposed to help with like your mood and vitamin D and other stuff. 
And so uh, just, I know, I guess like, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but my antenna is up for trying different things. I'm always like looking for new tweaks I can make and new experiences. And then I just try it. And if I like it, I stick with it. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. Yeah. So you start sharing some of the, the insights that you've gained from guests in your podcast and ideas you've got that have, you know, opened the aperture of how you look at your morning routine and things to try. What are some of those things that, you know, you, you've discovered through interviewing people in your podcast that you're like, oh, I never thought about that. That is great practice and that you actually you know, tried or you were like just interested in learning more about? Yeah. So I mentioned the light therapy. That one made sense to me because uh, it's literally no extra effort. It's I'm at my desk anyway. Now the light is just shining on my face for those 20, 30 minutes. And so that was a, that was an obvious, obvious one, obvious one to, to add to my routine. Some unique ones. I mean, a lot of the guests, there's like the core morning routine elements like exercise, uh, gratitude practice, journaling, oh, me- you know, meditation, and those are all great. And th- that there's a lot of overlap with that. Some of the more unique stuff. Uh, someone mentioned something called grounding, which is you go outside and you're bare, like with no s- sneakers on or socks, and you like walk around the woods or your property. I guess you're grounding yourself to earth, like getting into nature. Seems interesting. Another guest mentioned plunging into a cold. Uh, there's a product you could buy for like, ice baths. And so he's got this yeah. tub that's only used for ice baths. So when he gets up in the morning, he plunges himself into like 45 degree water. I will not be testing that one out, but you know, I know there's a lot of benefits to it. I've um, tried cold showers. That, that's the extent to what I've tried. I, um, I've heard too. about the plunge. It's called the plunge, I think. And I've seen a lot of people use it. And I mean, there's science that backs up why, you know, those shocks of cold and hot and playing with temperatures and especially a cold bath can be really beneficial for your health and your focus and your attention. Um, so I've got to the extent of trying cold showers, mm-hmm. but I have to use the five second rule for that. Like I, I could be staring at the water for a long time, right? So I had to count five backwards and use Mel Robbins, you know, Robbins, five yep. second rule to get into mm-hmm. the cold water. I don't know that I would be able to get into the plunge of ice water. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's like the next level for my routine eventually. <laughs> like, you know, when I when I buy a, a, a bathtub to be used for cold plunges in the morning, that's when you know I've really uh, leveled up my morning routine, but, um, <clears throat> what else did they red light therapy was another one. I don't recall what that is, but red light therapy, another guy has like a vibration plate where he stands on a, a plate that vibrates and it's supposed to be good for like your energy and your bones and joints, I guess. Um, here's one more and, and then I'll pause. I thought this was really interesting. One of the women, a woman that I interviewed, her routine is she goes out for a walk with her dog. So getting exercise, bonding with her dog, being outside in nature. Uh, but then she look as she's walking around her neighborhood, she picks up garbage. I guess that was there from the night before from people or kids or whatever. And so she like goes around and picks up the garbage as she's walking her dog. And it makes her feel good, I guess, because she's helping her community. I thought that was kind of neat. It, felt, it seems yeah. kind of to be doing that, you know? 
Yeah, that I think it's a great way to start your day, right? By being of service of something that probably no one is going to notice, but you know that you're doing something good for your community and, and giving back to the, the community in that way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really interesting. One thing that I've heard people doing when they go on walks in the morning is to, in order to, to be more present in the walks, because how many times you go for a walk and you don't even remember what you saw, or sometimes you go by the same street that you've gone 10 times and all of a sudden you see something that you've never seen before. Um, I know that has happened to me before, but I um, I have a friend that as part of her morning routine, she also goes on a walk for, with her dog and then she picks a shape, whatever shape or whatever color, and she's looking for things that are that shape or that color or whatever quality that she picks that day. Um, I know um, this is just to activate the reticular system. And I know like Mel Robbins talks about that in her new book, The, the High Five Habit. Um, and a lot of people are posting in social media things that, are, that have a heart shape. Um, I think she got the idea from that book, but she's like, instead of lo always looking for the same, I change it up. Hmm. Um, I know also Jay Shetty in his book, Think Like a Monk, um, he shares that when he was a monk and, and they went on walks, they always had to look for new things on the path. And that kind of activates and, and makes you be more present, right? And, and paying attention to where you're going by and, and, and looking at things and paying more attention. Yeah, I think my my version of that is because I'm trying to be more present. You know, it's one of the things I write down in my card every morning. My attention, my intentions is I try to I'm trying to create a habit of stopping throughout the day and just like listening to sounds and stuff like that because I find it brings me into like the present moment. And now it's getting to the point where I'm remembering to do it every once in a while. And so I don't know. I find it's all these little turns to the dial. What one more guess I want to share, Carolina, is uh, I just thought of it. He does journaling. He calls it the three pagers or three pages. I, I didn't I didn't release the episode yet, but it's, it's coming out soon. And he journals. I think basically his whole morning routine, if I remember correctly, is journal just journaling. I don't want to say just, but that that's it's journaling. And he he does three pages. And he said, there's a reason why three pages. Like by the third page, what's coming out of your brain is like real deep or things you wouldn't, wouldn't have thought of. Because when you're starting out journaling, it's stuff that's like top of mind. And he has to go to three pages. And so by the third page, he's really like getting deeper into his subconscious or whatever. And he said, it's really fascinating to like go back and read the journals like a week or two later to see what you wrote down. So that, that was kind of different too. It kind of was a different spin on journaling. Yeah, I like that. And, and three pages, I mean, doesn't sound like much, but when you're writing, it, it can take some time to get that that far along in, in journaling. And, and the more you journal, the deeper you go right into even your subconscious mind of things yeah. that you didn't thought about consciously. So that is a cool, cool practice. I certainly enjoy journaling, but my way of journaling is similar to yours. I have a gratitude practice and then I have an intention practice. So I try to visualize my day before it happens and try to like I look at my calendar, I look at the meetings that I have, and I try to visualize how my day is going to go. How am I going to show up in each of these meetings? 
Um, is there anything that I need to prep in advance? Like it prompts my mind to really be prepared for what it's coming in the day. And that also yeah. helps me be more present right in those moments because it's kind of like relieving the moments in a way because I live them in my mind in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, those are all good, good points. I don't, I don't do much visualization, but I, I've tried. For some reason, I have, I have a hard time with it. Uh, I don't know why. I just, uh, but yeah, that, that's one of the Miracle Morning. It's one of his, mm-hmm. like it's called Savers and the V is for visualization. Yeah, great. Well, let's let's talk about um, your podcast and your the products that you have. You showed us the car that you use, and I think that's actually a product that people can get to incorporate into their morning routine. Can you talk a little bit about your morning routine cards and what they're all about, and also how can people find them? Yeah, so they're on morningupgrade.com. And it, it's really, it's just, it's a front and back card that has the questions. And uh, and so basically it's like a mini little journal, but in card format. And uh, yeah, you can get them at morningupgrade.com. And I use it every morning. And I was like, oh, I should I should make these for, for sale. And so it's just part of like, because my mission is to raise the awareness of morning routines. And you're right, uh, morning routines is a very personalized experience, but the cards are for people that just want to follow a specific framework that's quick. And then maybe you use them for a little bit and you come up with your own ways of, of tweaking things. Um, I've got that and I've got the book uh, and the book is on Amazon and, and, and uh, there's information about it uh, on morning upgrade, morningupgrade.com as well. And we'll put a link on the show notes of the podcast so you can find the page, the cards and the book. But let, let's talk a little bit about the book because your book is not necessarily about morning routines. I'm sure you, you speak about, you talk about morning routines in your book, but it's much broader than that. Can you, can you give us a preview of, of what people can find in your book? Yeah. So the book is basically like a handbook or a compilation of all the things that I've learned of going down this personal development journey for five years, just trying to give everyone nuggets, not, you know, you, you, you read the book and you pull from it. What, what, what really speaks to you most, but it's like everything I've learned and the things I do, like masterminds, we don't talk about masterminds, but masterminds, I'm a huge mastermind uh, fan and I'm in three right now. Um, so it goes over like how to use personal development to upgrade your life and business. Uh, and, you know, that's the boring routine, that's facing challenges, mindset, uh, movement and health. Uh, two different things like how to incorporate personal development into your workplace. I've got specific things that I try to do at Valentine between a book club and professional training and just uh, a Sunday digest email that I sent to my team. So I just find ways to kind of pepper, you know, things, personal development content into their inbox. Um, and then how to incorporate personal development into your work, into your family, into your kids and, or at least inter- introduce them to it because, you know, as kids, they're not going to think, Oh, I should, I should think about what I'm grateful for. You know, they're, they're, they're never going to think that. So I am trying to raise their awareness about it. And so we'll do gratitude practice at night um, and just different things like that. So the book, I try to adjust it from different angles. It's, it's short though. It's like 112 pages. That's, that's great. And I think it, the, what I like about it is that you're, it took you five years to discover all these tools and to you know apply them, try them out, tweak them to make it your own. And the fact that you can like consolidate all, all of that knowledge, all of those insights that took you five years to accumulate into one quick, 
easy read book that someone can grab. And to your point, right, maybe not every practice or everything in the book can speak to everyone, but there's going to be something there that you can grab and and be your starting point. And then you can make it your own and, and adapt it to your needs and your situation and your environment. Exactly. And like, we know we're all imperfect human beings. So this journey is the one that never ends. Like for example, the brain games, that's not mentioned in the book because that was a new tweak that I added like three months ago. And so this is just a evolving process that, that we're all going through, which is why I love it. Yeah. I cannot agree more. This is a journey, right? I think there is no destination in this journey of personal yeah. development and personal growth. I think that I always say that the more that you get exposed to it, the more you realize that there's so much more out there, right? Uh, when I started, I saw it as a linear journey and I find out that it's nothing like that. There is no finish line. It's, it's, it's a lifelong journey, really. And every day there are opportunities to experience new things, to learn new things, to invest in your development. And a lot of times when I say invest in your development, people is like, well, I, I don't have money to pay for, you know, the mastermind or the course or whatever. And I think you don't need to make huge investments, neither economical or time-wise. Like you can start with five minutes a day and, or, you know, just experiencing something new. And that is just a, as good as anything else in helping you in this journey. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it, like one, one of the masterminds I was part of a couple of years ago, I think it was like $25 a month. I mean, I've got some that are a lot more than that, but there's always ways to find things that will help you that it won't necessarily, you know, come with a big investment. And then maybe eventually as you're, you know, as you're, learning more and doing more, you might want to invest more. I find it changes your identity. When you go through the morning routine, when you, the books you read, the masterminds, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, that's a big thing. I find, at least in my experience, it changes your identity. And now you're the person that invests in yourself. So you're likely the person that's going to do X, Y, and Z. And so it's just, it's just a process, you know? Yeah. And another thing that I found, I've experienced myself and I find in, in people that I connect in this world, in this, you know, personal development world is, and I think you're a great example of that as well. As you learn, at first you're like very, I'm going to use the word selfish, but in, in a good way, right? You're trying to better yourself. You try to grow and then it turns into service and giving and sharing with others, right? Like yes. your podcast, your cards, the book, in my case, it's the podcast. And, you know, um, you and I talked about this before the podcast, but last year I hosted a virtual conference completely free. Uh, it was my way of celebrating a, a milestone birthday and I loved it. I'm like, I learned so much and I felt so fulfilled being able to share the things that I'm learning with others. And I feel that's something that I find the people that were in this space, we get to that point of it's not longer about us, but we still want to improve and we realize that we can be better. There is this deeper sense of fulfillment of just giving and helping others. You know, it's funny, you, you like read in my mind, I made a mental bookmark to mention something along those lines. Um, cause you're right. Like you're, you're working on yourself, but then eventually you get to the point and sometimes it's not even really intentional. Just like, like morning upgrade. I like, 
it just kind of all started happening and then all of a sudden the podcast and you know because you you work on yourself and then usually what happens is you want to now impact others and inspire others and share what you've learned and try to help them it's why if you look at like tony robbins who's like massively successful doesn't need to work a day in his life and he's still creating these huge events and trying to you know help people ed Milet, you know another another one i don't know if you know him but uh he's yes. really i'm book. actually finishing his newest book the the power of one more which uh, I heard that concept a few years ago in an event that he spoke at, and I'm a huge fan of of his teachings. Yeah, he's good. I, I finished that book two days ago, so it's it's a good one. And so you look at these like those are two like very powerful examples, but it shows like they're wildly successful, and now they're trying to inspire others to be successful, however that whatever that means to them. And so I think that's the natural evolution here is we work on ourselves, and then we try to help others and you know, and inspire and impact others. Yeah, well, you definitely have impacted and inspired us today, sharing more about your morning routine and what you've learned through your podcast. Um, I am so grateful that we we had an opportunity to connect and, 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 you know, I really have enjoyed the two conversations we had so far. I hope this is not the last one. Yeah, I agree, Carolina. This was really good. I love, I love talking about this stuff. Thanks for having me on. So besides your website, which we're going to put the link on the show notes of the podcast, and we're going to put the link to the book. Are there any other ways that people can connect with you? I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, the agency website is valentine.com for anyone that's interested in that. Uh, but that's really, yeah, morning upgrade. And if you are in the New Jersey area and you need a new roof, you can also call Ryan. <laughs> yep, please do. We'll take care of you. We got we got a lot of good reviews coming in now, so trying to build that business. So maybe we can talk again and, and do like a recap on that, on, on what we've learned or something like that. You know, it's another journey that we're going on. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. You know, I work in, in corporate America, so um, I'm always trying to draw learnings from all areas of my life, right? There's a lot of life lessons that you can get from exercise, right? There's a lot of life lessons that you learn through your career in the corporate world. And I think for those that I've talked to, I'm not an entrepreneur. I not, don't have my own business, but the, the, one, the people that I've talked to that have built business, there are so many lessons in trying to grow a business. And I think you mentioned it at the beginning is like, it's not only about building the business, it's about building yourself and building yes. that identity as, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, because you need to like, you know, all the challenges I was facing and I, was, I wasn't really equipped to handle them, I guess is the best way to describe it. And so I just felt very mediocre during that period, you know, five years ago. And so, yeah, I think you need to, uh, one of my podcast guests, uh, he was talking about his morning routine is sort of like his mental armor because he knows throughout the day, he owns a chain of uh, storage locations and some other businesses. He knows throughout the day he's going to be dealing with stuff, challenges, and he looks at his morning routine as his mental armor. So he's better equipped to handle the situations, keep calm, make good decisions, or and get through it. And so, yeah, I, I think that's a big part of it. You got to work on yourself in addition to the business. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been an honor to have you. And, um, Thank you for a great conversation. I'm looking forward 
to stay in touch and hear more on, on how things are going. And for our listeners, make sure that you check out those links on the show notes of the podcast episode so you can connect with Ryan and learn more about um, Morning Upgrade and all the resources that he has in his website. Thank you again, Ryan. Thank you. It's great, be, great being here. And thanks everyone for listening. Appreciate it. <laughs>